your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues. Welcome to this week's Watford Sunday League review, where we'll take a look at the games played on the Sunday the 4th of October and forward to those being played next Sunday the 11th of October. This week saw the weather hit the league with 8 of the 20 uh, matches being postponed. However, there was still, from the 12 remaining matches, quite a lot of interesting results. In the Premier Division, Fox and Stone are finally up and running with the first victory of the season, with a 3-0 win over SC Unicorn. After losing all three of their opening games by just a single goal, they gained their first victory in the top flight after promotion with a strong performance. After an even opening half hour, they took the lead through Matt Elgi when he headed home a corner at the back post. In the second half, the stone defence remained strong, helped by fine performances from centre-backs Lawrence Birch and Callum March. Then, as the game entered the final five minutes, Dan Burton struck home from 20 yards out. The game was sealed thanks to a penalty converted by Jude Bell after a solo run from Matt Sharkey ended in a foul in the area. In Division 1, with leaders North Watford's game falling foul of the heavy rain, Cassaby Rangers moved level on points with them, thanks to a fourth win in five games, 3-2 over Ricky AFC. Cassaby took the lead when John Birch was fouled just outside the penalty area in the right top right of the pitch. Aidan Leslie took the resulting free kick directly and went for goal putting it right and low into the bottom near corner. Another set-piece provided Cassidy's second goal. A Sam Mortimer corner was swung into the six-yard box and Taylor and Asundo won the header, which fell to Jack Henley, who bundled the ball home. Ricky pulled themselves back into the game with a stunning free kick of their own, from around 40 yards out by Mitchell Estep, which flew straight into the top right corner, giving the keeper no chance. The second half saw few clear-cut chances either way, but once again, it was yet another free kick which brought the game back to life when Sam Mortimer was fouled around 35 yards out. Coram Chase took his tally to the season to eight goals in five games when his effort crashed in off the crossbar. Ricky pulled a goal back late on when Scott Reeves crossed for Nick Nolan to head home, but despite heavy home pressure, the Cassidy defence held on to carry on their impressive start to the season. Maple Cross are up into third place, as they continued to bounce back from their awful start to the season, following a hard-fought 2-1 victory over Railway Arms, who were still left looking for their first point of the campaign. Cross went ahead in the first half, thanks to classic Route 1 goal, when a long kick 
by the keeper was met by the head of Andrew Pryor. In the second half, Railway drew level from the penalty spot through Daniel Bourne after James Farrell had been tripped. The winner came for cross inside the last 10 minutes when a free kick was headed home by Jack Hodgkins. Bushy Rangers and Oxy Spartans drew 2-2 in their second meeting in a week. Bushy opened the scoring in the 13th minute with a long-range strike from Oli Sawali, which curled in the top corner. Spartans equalised 10 minutes later after the ball broke loose in the box for Shane Perrin to score. Spartans then went ahead five minutes into the second half when a mix-up in the bushy defence allowed Jordan Aston Woods to score with a well-taken effort into the bottom corner. The rest of the game was end-to-end before Bushy equalised with, when 10 minutes were left when Craig Gorey chased what looked like a gloss cause but ended up turning the ball into the net from an acute angle. In Division 2, it was a frustrating morning for Chester United who suffered a 3-2 home defeat to Dunbar. Chess went ahead early thanks to a goal from Ali Shale. Dunbar then struck three times in the first half with Steve Noonan scoring twice and Chris Dunn once before Chess pulled back a goal in the second half with Shale getting his second of the game. They went on to create plenty of chances but the Dunbar defence held firm for only their second win so far this season. In the Terry Devereux President's Cup first round, Oakview gained a measure of revenge for their 2-0 league defeat to Everett Rovers seven days earlier, with a victory by the same scoreline in the first round of the League Cup. Oakview went ahead five minutes before the break when Tom Kennedy scored at the near post after a breakaway counter-attack. Oakview should have won by a larger margin, but they were denied by two fine saves from Ryan Peach before they finally added a second lay on. When Chris Blunden set up Lewis Putman to round Peach and slot home. In the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup first round, it was a case of goals galore in the opening round, with 44 goals scored in just five ties. Second Division South Hearts and First Division St Mary's Harefield shared 10 goals between them after a 5-5 draw at 90 minutes before St Mary's scored three unanswered goals in extra time. Carl Swan scored four times for St Mary's with Charlie, Charlie Malin netting a hat-trick and Harry Fulbrook also on target. Junior Limmer scored his own hat-trick for South Hearts with Sam Payne and Luke Jerome netting the others. A week after a 1-1 league draw, the game with Inter and Batchworth had a far more fruitful morning this time around with a 7-0 victory for Batchworth. 
They started brightly and rewarded and were rewarded for their energetic start when Alex Hollis thumped in from 20 yards out into the top right-hand corner, having been set up by Hugh Phillips. Phillips went from provider to goal scorer when they doubled their advantage, sweeping in from six yards out, following a cross from Matt Hunt. Inter were under an avalanche of pressure and soon gave away a penalty when Ronnie Stead was fouled inside the area and Alex Hollis converted the spot kick into the bottom left-hand corner. The goals continued in the second half when Sam Hollis cut in from the right-hand side to curl the ball into the goal. Moments later, Batchworth made it five. Another Matt Hunt cross picking out Hugh Phillips, who volleyed home from 10 yards out. It looked as though Phillips would complete his hat-trick when played through on the right-hand side, only for the keeper to make a save to his right. Nicol Walsh, though, was quickest to react and got his first of the game and Batchworth six. He then completed the scoring when he was played through on the left-hand side, finishing with power at the near post. Hertfordshire Eagles also enjoyed a large win, winning 9-0 against Watford Sports. Charlie Kimpton and Jordan Osborne both scoring hat-tricks, Jack McLaughlin a double and one for Charlie Ford. In the battle of the teams at the top of the Division 2 and 3, it was the higher-ranked soccer who enjoyed a comfortable 6-1 win. George Kofi scored twice with Tyna Collar, Leandro Mateus and Terry Chamberlain and Scott Monaghan also finding the net. Jack Sheriff scored Town's consolation goal. Sparta Phoenix beat Francis George 5-3. Elliot K. Jessup with a double and one for Tom Minton for George with Dan Clark and Foy Thompson both scoring braces for Phoenix and Nelson Gomez scoring the other goal. Looking forward to next Sunday's games on the 11th uh, in the Premier Division, the outstanding looking game is the Queen's School Derby between Rifle Volunteer, who are bottom of the table with just a win to their name, against Last season's champions, Oakview, who are struggling to find their normal consistency. In Division 1, leaders North Watford, who have four wins from four, have a tricky-looking game against Bushy Rangers, while second-place Cassidy Rangers face Oxy Spartans, another tough test. In Division 2, with leaders soccer in cup action, so Mary's Harefield will take over at the top if they beat second from bottom ACS Milan. Finally, in Division 3, it's a Watford-Woodside derby again as leaders Watford Town take on third-place Watford Athletic, while second-place Hertfordshire Eagles take on Batchworth, who have struggled in the league so far, but they then did win 7-0 in the Cup last Sunday and face their former player, Charlie Kimpton, who is manager of Eagles. That's all for now. We'll speak again to you all next week. 
Hello and welcome to the Maidstone and Mid-Kent section of the CELT podcast. I'm Ian and I'm here to bring all the news, views and information from around the league, along with the results and fixtures as part of the weekly show. It's week three, which saw the majority of clubs continue with their league campaign, 12 games in all across four divisions despite the weather. Lots of goals as three different teams put nine past their opponents and a few teams you wouldn't expect still struggling to get some points on the board. Great games played as always and we'll bring you all the results and scorers for the matches as part of the results show. We also have some breaking news about the Challenge Cup in a moment and of course we'll bring you the second round draw, the only place you can hear it first, so stay tuned for that, there's lots to come. First, let's catch up with the league news. The league have already received three applications from new clubs for the 2021-22 season, which is a great reflection for the way the league is run and its chartered standard status. The league retained all but one team from the last season, adding four new sides to take the number from 29 to 32 for the 2021 season. Having new clubs registered already is a really positive step and something the league hopes to see more of over the year. In breaking news, league chairman David Borton has announced today that teams who were knocked out in their first round Challenge Cup ties last week will be entered into a new 2021 Constellation Cup. Here's the statement he gave to the CELT news team earlier today. Obviously at the start of the season, we, we went with slightly reduced divisions for a bit of flexibility. And at the time, we thought the, the Kent FA would be going to be running their, their County Cup competitions, which they've now pulled. So to give the clubs uh, another competition um, and some more fixtures, we've decided that the first round losers of the Challenge Cup, so the 16 teams that are not in this draw tonight, will play in their own competition, the Consolation Cup and uh, details will come next few weeks. So uh, yeah, that'll be a competition that I'm sure they'll all look forward to planning. Thank you for that, David. It's big news for those teams who didn't get a result they wanted in the first round and will help fill the gap left by the Kent Cups that were canceled by the Kent FA in early August. So the clubs that will be involved in that, AFC Phoenix, Coxheath & Farley, Cross Keys, East Morning Reserves, Invicta Rangers, Kent Sands, Laybourne, Laybourne Angels, Laybourne Chase, Minter, Park Royal Reserves, Rubicon Limerick, Snodland Town, Sutton Valence, Walnut Wanderers and Whitehorse Jaguars. Best of luck to all those clubs. Remember, we'll bring you the draw live for that as part of the Celt All Around the League show. Finally, Whitehorse played the Charitable FC in their autumn charity match on Sunday evening under the lights at K-Sports in Copdown. The Breadman played in front of members of the More Than Just Words charity, as well as supporters and sponsors from both teams. Whitehorse took the victory on the night in an entertaining match, but the big winner all round was the charity they were supporting. A massive £762.43p raised in total, so well done there, an incredible effort for everyone involved. A massive thanks to all the teams from the Maidstone and Mid-Kent who supported with donations and attended the match itself. Langley, Kent Sands and the Jags all involved. Apologies if we've missed anyone there. The Charitable FC will be facing Kent Sands in March, so if you missed the game, there's plenty of time to support another Maidstone and Mid-Kent team as they'll be raising funds for another great cause in the new year. Remember, for any other news, questions or queries, you know the drill. Email us, info at whitehorsefootballclub.co.uk, Twitter at white underscore horse underscore FC, and Instagram at white.horse.fc. That's it for league news this week, so let's get down to business and have a look at the results from the weekend. In the Express Auto Centre Premiership, East Morning versus Aylesford was postponed due to a waterlogged pitch. K 
K-Sports Express face the Fish, who are looking to get some points on the board after their first loss in the league to East Morning in September. Penalty for K-Sports and a Phil Headley goal for the Fish kept the scores level, but a George Honey straight red and a second yellow for Ryan Dismore and Phil Headley, as well as an additional sin bin, brought the Fish down to seven as the game went on. They tried to hold on, but gave away another penalty in the 19th minute, which allowed K-Sports to score and take home all the points. The Fish will definitely see a lack of discipline in that game, costing them any chance of points, as they currently sit second from bottom with zero, and although it's early, certainly somewhere we didn't expect to see them two games in. There was more drama at Marden as they hosted Barman Colts. Brett Ince put the visitors ahead on nine minutes, and it wasn't until the 30th minute James Geimer leveled for Marden. That joy was short-lived as Curtis Buckingham put Colts back ahead on 35. And there were a number of yellows issued throughout the game as Martin pushed for an equaliser. That eventually came for them in the 93rd minute when Johan Caney Bryan headed home an equaliser to share the points. Part Royal welcomed Goldstars to the Premiership with a thumping victory. Royal went into a commanding lead, scoring three in the opening 20 minutes. Goldstars did score a couple, but then didn't offer much hope as Part Royal stretched it to 5-2 before the break. A single goal for both sides in the second half meant it finished 6-2. Lee Park with a brace along with goals from Elliot Gardner, Matt Gardner, Jason Tharp and substitute Caleb Larkin. Eddie Davis and Sam Tate with the consolations for Gold Stars. In Division 1, Leybourne drew one all with East Morning Reserves. The sides went in 0-0 at the break despite Mauling having 12 first half corners which they failed to capitalise on. Liam Budgeon eventually did put Mulling ahead just after the break and they should have really scored more as they started to dominate. Leybourne showing that they're a hard side to score goals against this season. Simon Harrison took the advantage from a quick break for Leybourne and he levelled the scores up. Mulling tried to respond and despite Tom Scott having the best chance to win it, his effort was cleared off the line. Rubicon Limerick beat Invicta Rangers 3-0 at home. The first half produced no goals and it wasn't until the 68th minute that substitute Jamie Ball put Rubicon in front. They then settled the game late on, Callum Lambert scoring in the 80th and 84th minute to wrap up all the points. Sutton Valance beat Langley 1-0 at home. Valance edging the first half which finished goalless in a tight match. Then a mix up between the Langley defence and the goalkeeper allowed Joe Terry to squeeze the ball into the net in the 79th minute. Brett Hunt had a chance to double the lead for Sutton Valance when they rewarded a penalty but his spot kick came back off the post. Despite Langley pushing an equaliser, Sutton Valance held on and took home all three points. In Division 2, AFC Phoenix put Park Royal Reserves to the sword, winning 9-2. A hat-trick from Will Humphrey, Jamie Fruin, as well as a Casey Bridge brace and Jamie Delaney effort for Phoenix. Harry Olmanson and Alfie Crickmore with the constellations for the Royal. There was also nine scored by Elsa Reserves as they demolished Maystone Tempests. Harry Dawes scored early on after a neat flick on, but they weren't in the lead for long. Alex Omajolo was free to head home for Tempest and level up. From then on, it was all about Aylesford. Tommy Whitnell soon had them in front with a tidy finish. Harry Dawes added his second, taking round the keeper before Tommy Whitnell got his brace to make it 4-1 at the break. Harry Dawes completed his hat-trick early in the second half before Sam Duck Butterworth made it 6. Substitutes Chris Patey and a Jordan Wing header made it eight before another substitute, Carl Warburton, headed home to seal the Royals' fate. Minter secured a tight 3-2 win over Vinters. Chris Archer with a brace along with Liam Wollon goals secured the victory. Daniel Room and Tom Shawcross with the goals for Vinters. In Division 3, Invicta Sunday started their Division 3 campaign with a 2-0 victory over Walnut Wanderers. 
Invicta were ahead in the first minute when a fierce shot from Dan Porter was saved, but the Walnut defender who rushed to clear it only found his own net. Invicta created more chances with man of the match Ricky Dighton making runs down the wing and Porter was in a determined mood but he was struggling to find the net up top. A spell of corners in the last 10 minutes saw a fine header by Cam Ushma flash wide before Reece Smith struck the post on 85. Walnut lost their composure as the match went on and were down to 10 after captain Rob Lands remonstrated once too often to the ref and picked up a second yellow. Invicta took full advantage and in the 90th minute when James Tasker was fouled in the box, captain Jack Gilby made no mistake with a penalty to secure a 2-0 win. Labourne Angels put 9 past Kent Sands. No team sheet for Labourne Angels so I'm unable to give you their goal scorers. And finally, Coxheath and Farley beat Snodland Town 4-3 in a thrilling game. Toby, Wasilo Laura, Andrea Ridolfi, Jamie Tree and substitute Carl Gurr with the goals for Coxheath. Ben Twist with a brace and a Mark Brazier goal for Snodland. That's it for results from the weekend. So following on from the good news about the Constellation Cup, it's time to bring you the second round of the Challenge Cup draw. The all-important numbers for the draw are as follows. Number one, Park Royal. Number two, Marden. Three, The Fish. Four, K-Sports. Five, Invicta Sunday. They're from Division Three. Six, Vinters. Seven, Aylesford Reserves. Eight, Langley Athletic. Nine, Barming Colts. Ten, Gold Stars. Eleven, Tempests. Twelve, Aylesford. Thirteen, East Malling. Fourteen, Barming Blues. Fifteen, White Horse. And sixteen, Larkfield and New Hyde. It's Ian Tucker, the Maidstone United Secretary, leading the draw, along with the league chairman, David Bolton, and league secretary, Steve Paylor, picking the balls. So it's time now to do the 2020-2021 Challenge Cup draw. This is for the uh, the second round, and these ties will be played on Sunday, the 1st of November. So I'm joined by uh, David Bolton, who's the uh, the chairman of the league, uh, Steve Taylor, alongside him, who's the uh, the league secretary. So let's, uh, let's get underway, gents. Let's get the... Um, the ball's into the bag, so we can make sure we've got all of our clubs in there. Eight ties we're about to uh, to draw. Uh, David's doing the uh, the home teams, and uh, Steve will do the away side. So, uh, David, let's uh, let's get ourselves underway. Okay, uh, number two. We start off with number two. That's uh, Mardin Miners. Number twelve. And number twelve. That's Aylesford. Number thirteen. 13, that's a home tie for uh, East Morlin. Number six. And number six, Division Two side, Vinters. Number nine. Number nine, that's uh, Barming Colts. And they will be at home two. 14. Number 14. Oh, it's uh, Barming Blues there. Barming Blues, all, an all Barming clash. Love that one. Number three. And next out, number three, a home advantage for the Fisherman's Arms. And number four. And next up for them, number four is K Sports Express. Number 11. Number 11, David, that's uh, the Maidstone Tempest. And they'll play number one. And number one, that's uh, Park Royal. Number 15. 15, home tie for White Horse. And number 10. And they'll be home to Invicta Gold Stars. And number seven. Penultimate one out, number seven, that's Aylesford Reserves. And number five. Number five, that is Invicta Sunday. And number 16. So our penultimate ball out, number 16 from the bag, home advantage for Larkfield and Newhive. And they are playing, hopefully... And number eight. 
that's the one we had remaining. Number eight there, Langley Athletic. So uh, those are our eight matches. As we say, that's the second round, and they'll be played uh, over on sorry on Sunday the first of November. Uh, Steve, I'll just ask you to perhaps look through those that we've uh, we've just drawn there. Anything uh, leap out for you? Well, uh, obviously the tie around for me looks like the Fisherman's Arms against K Sports. Um, both teams playing really well, so that should be a, a, a cracking game. And then obviously we've got a couple of uh, local derbies there. We've got the two Barmin teams that are drawn each other. Um, that'll be a good game, I'm sure. Uh, and interestingly, White Horse and Invicta Gold Stars both play over in Sittingbourne, so we've got kind of another local derby there. Obviously, it'd be unusual for Invicta Gold Stars to be in the away dressing room, but uh, that's the way it goes in the draw. Thanks, guys. Always a professional draw from the team. Not too much drama in the first round, if I'm honest, but some mouth-watering cup ties there set up for the second round. So just to recap, Marden take on Aylesford in an all-premiership tie, as is the Fish hosting K-Sports. Remember, the Fish lost 2-1 to them this week after a host of red cards. Barming Colts take on Barming Blues in a second round derby, which will be a great game. And there's likely to be no love lost from the Gold Stars as they prepare a trip to play White Horse. Larkfield and Newhive facing Division 1 side of Langley. And then some of the lower league teams featuring Division 2 Vinters travel to East Mauling. Division 2 Tempest hosting Park Royal. Invicta Sunday, the only team from Division 3 left in the competition, travel to Aylesford Reserves from Division 2. Those ties will be played on Sunday the 1st of November and will be released on the full-time website before the weekend. Don't forget, as we mentioned earlier, the Constellation Cup will run for this season and it's due to start in December. So if you feel like your club is missing out on the cup action, don't worry, we'll have that draw live nearer the time. Finally, before we go, let's have a look at the fixtures for the week ahead. In the Express Auto Centre Premiership, Aylesford take on Marlon Miners, Barming Colts host Caseworks Express, East Mauling welcome Park Royal and Fisherman's Arms take on Gold Stars. In Division 1, Langley Athletic welcome East Mauling Reserves, Larkville take on Rubicon Limerick, Laybourne take on Invicta Rangers, White Horse welcome Sutton Valence. In Division 2, FC Phoenix take on Maidstone Tempest, Minter welcome Ellsford Reserves, Park Royal host Barming Blues and White Horse Jaguars take on Vinters. In Division 3, Invicta Sunday, welcome Laybourne Chase. Laybourne Angels, host Cockteeth and Farley. Snodland Town, take on Kent Sands. And Walnut Wanderers, host Cross Keys. Best of luck to all the teams with their fixtures this weekend. That's all we've got time for this week. Thanks to East Morning Reserves, Langley, Invicta Sunday, Aylesford Reserves and White Horse for sending in your match reports and news. Please keep them coming in. It's great to hear stories from each game. For any content, please get in contact via email, Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget to tune in next week for the latest stories, league results and goal scorers. Until then, remember, it's always more than just football. Hello and welcome to our All Around the Leagues recording, bringing you news and updates from the North Kent Sunday Football League. We start today by confirming the results from matches played on Sunday the 4th of October. In the senior division, Longfield Athletic 1, Sun 4, AFC Oddfellows 1, The Albion 1, Riverview United 0, Ralgema 12. In Division 1, Slade Green Railway 1, Hive Titans 1, South Darrenth 1, Swanscombe Tigers 3, and Newtown Cobras vs Marley Rolls was postponed. In Division 2, 
The Rising Eagles nil, Sean Hyam two, Ye Old Leather Bottle two, AFC Rocheville two. In Division three, Taverners nil, Irith Town one. AFC Bells versus Welling Park Wanderers was postponed. And Verbena two, Pelhamarms seven. In Division four, the only game, Guru Nanak Reserves versus Hollisters was postponed. In the Senior Cup round one. New Ash Green 1, Dartford Eagles 4, and Sean versus Punjab United was postponed. In the John Robinson League Cup A Round 1, Swanscombe Tigers Reserves 5, Gravesend Vipers 4 after extra time. Phoenix Sports 1, Gravesend Spartans 6, Springhead Park 3, Halls Athletic 4, Blackline Hartley versus Gravesend United was postponed. Cobham won, Guru Nanak won after extra time, with Guru Nanak winning 4-3 on penalties. In the John Robinson League Cup B Group 1, Dartford Athletic 6, Queen 1, and Darston Athletic 0, Nuevo Club 1. In the John Robinson League Cup B Group 2, Zens 3, Ridgeway Darts 6, Gravesend Cricketers 2, The Rose Athletic 1. Moving on to this week's Games of the Week, Jade from Grey's and Vipers correctly predicted the outcome of one game but didn't get any correct scores, therefore scoring one point. So Blackline Hartley still lead the prediction table with four points, ahead of Queen with three. The Rose Athletic and Verbena have two, and Grey's and Vipers have one point. This week's Games of the Week are Guru Nanak Reserves versus Zens, Grey's and Spartans versus AFC Rocheville, Newtown Cobras versus Slade Green Railway, Welling Park Wanderers versus Guru Nanak, and Rail Gamer versus the Albion. This week's predictions have been provided by Michael from Division Three Team Phoenix Sports. He's gone for Guru Nanak to beat Zens by four goals to one, Grey Zen Spartans to beat AFC Rocheville by two goals to nil, Newtown Cobras and Slade Green Railway to draw two apiece. Welling Park Wanderers and Guru Nanak to draw three apiece, and Rao Gamer to beat the Albion by five goals to two. That's all for this week. We'll be back with more news and results from the North Kent Sunday League next week. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Southern Sunday Football League section of All Around the Leagues. This week, much like last week, we have a lot of cup games to get through. That is domestic cups and London cups. I believe the London Sunday Trophy started off this weekend as well as the London Sunday Junior Cup, which my team, Sporting Continental, <clears throat> are the current holders of. Make sure you check us out on YouTube. We are 10 subscribers away, well... 12 subscribers away from 300. So check us out. Click the subscribe button. It's not going to cost you a thing. And you will, you might enjoy the videos. If you don't, let us know. Leave a comment in one of the videos anyway. So let's get straight into it. In the Graham Dodd Premier Division, AFC Putney lost by two goals to one at home to Albion. Battersea Park Rangers beat Park Life by three goals to two over at King's House. Clapham Rovers and Southwest Rangers drew 4-4. And Wimbledon Town and Swag FC drew 
3-3. Only the one game in the championship, Batsy Dogs maintained their 100% start by beating Clapham Newtown by two goals to one at Bel Air Park. In the Bob Dixon League One, Club Football Vale beat Barking Mad by three goals to nil. And by the same scoreline, Brixton Town beat Wig Army over at Dundonald Rec. In League Two, Atletico Buble lost by three goals to one to AFC South London. The game between Ribbledale's Rovers and Sporting Crabs was postponed due to a waterlogged pitch over at Clapham Common. Wimbledon Town B lost by three goals to two to Real Dundonald over at Abbey Rec. Only the one game to tell you about in League 3, where Earlsfield and London Brooks battled to a 2-2 draw over at Prince George's in Rains Park. In League 4, Top Deck FC beat Northcote Rangers by three goals to nil, that game also taking place at Prince George's in Rains Park. In League 5, AFC South London's reserves lost by four goals to two to King Athletics, that game took place in Kimber Road. In League 6, London Ravens B-team beat Morden Rangers by a whopping six goals to nil. In League 7, a very un-Sunday league-like result, Olympic Mayonnaise and Syndicate FC drew nil-nil at Wandsworth Park. No game took place in League 8. There were two scheduled games, but they were both postponed. Let's jump now to the Marcus Lipton Cup. Kudos Athletic beat Summers Town Casuals by four goals to one. AFC Ballam and St. Matthew's Project drew 4-4 in Clapham Common, one of the only pitch, one of the two pitchers to survive the weather. That game went to penalties and AFC Ballam won by 12 kicks to 11. So let's now move over to the London FA Sunday Junior Cup. B Young Star Reds beat Lambeth All Stars Reserves by five goals to nil. Clapham North End drew 3 3 with AFC Tadworth. At the end of that game, it went to penalties and Clapham North End won by six kicks against five. Harbert Rovers lost by two goals to one against a very strangely named. Bingo Zaza FC Greens. London All-Stars won 6-1 against South London All-Stars. Merton Athletic beat Ballam and Clapham Albion by five goals to nil. North London Panthers and London Ravens first team both drew 4-4. At full time, the game went to penalties and London Ravens won by three goals to nil from the penalty spot. Norton FC beat Aberdeen Supporters Club by six goals to three. Peckham Cosmos lost by a whopping seven goals to nil against Abbeywood Argyle. Spring Hill United Old Boys beat Rosendale Sports by two goals to one. West London Dynasty 11 beat AFC Bluebirds by six goals to four. Chiswick FC beat Westminster Wanderers under 23s by six goals to one. 
and Clapham Common FC lost by three goals to one to Wimbledon Commoners. Finally for today, in the London FA Sunday Trophy first round, Westminster Wanderers second team and AFC Wilgar drew 3-3. AFC Wilgar won that game 5-4 on penalties. Stratton Stanley lost by seven goals to nil at home against Spartans from the Croydon League. And ourselves, Sporting Continental, we also took on opponents from the Croydon League. We took on reigning champions, Boss Jam, and we won that game by three goals to one. The video highlights of that game will be out on Friday on our YouTube channel. As always, if you haven't already, make sure you check us out. Hit that subscribe button. We're 12 subscribers away from 300 subscribers. It's free. It's not going to cost you a thing, but we appreciate the support. And we've been getting very good feedbacks on all our videos. So that's it for this week, and we hope to join you guys next week where we have more games and less rain. Hello and welcome to the Leatherhead and District podcast for this week. The results for this week have just gone were as follows. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, Clapham North End 3, AFC Tabworth 3. Clapham North End 165 on penalties. Yule Corinthians 3. Putney Pacers 3. Yule Corinthians 142 on penalties. Then Manor Park Wanderers received a home win over Leemore Garden Sunday. In the Premier Division, Barnes Eagles Senior 6. Partisan All Stars 1. Oxshot Royals 2. Oldham Wildonians 3. Popular 0. Putney Town 2. And Wonga Seniors 2, Wandsworth Elite 0. In Division 1, AFC Chase 8, London St George's 1, Ashford Town Middlesex 2, The Buffs 10, Old Wimbledonians Reserves 3, JB Rangers 3, and Pavletico Rovers 0, Banstead Rovers 4. In Division 2, Alexandria United 2, Putney Lions 0, Carshorton All Stars 5, Rose Hill Athletic Sunday 2, Not Very Athletic 3, Carshorton 2, Thames River Plate 0, Hamworth Sports 5, In Division 3, Downside 8, Riverside 2, ECS Classics 11 3, CF Rail Morden 7, and Effingham Park 0, Alexandria United Irons 1. In Division 4, Bev Athletic 7, Mickleham Badgers 1, Hersham Rangers 7, Sporting Santos 4, Kingston Boys 1, Sutton Knights 4, and Lower Kingswood Social 1, Banstead Eagles 3. In Division 5, AFC Yule 2, Erskine Rovers 6, Berylands United 1, Serban Sports 0, Bocca Senior 7, RP Royals 0. In Division 6, Byfleet Village Men's 4, AFC All Reserves 3, Cobham Village 0, Cheam Athletic 4, Epsman Yule Old Boys 2, West Woking Wanderers 1, and Ironside 1, Southwest XI 7. In Division 7, AFC Yule Tigers 3, SCR Sunday Reserve 6, Charmwood Cavaliers 1, Croygas Phoenix 2, Le- Leatherhead Galacticos 3, Alexandria United Ravens 1, and Mitchum Strollers 2, Haydens Park 0.
In Division 8, AFC South Borough 10, Ditton Dons 1, Claygate Casuals 4, Abbey Rangers Sunday 3, Surbiton Town 5, St Helier Youth Men's 2, Thames Ditton 1, Old Kingstonians 4, Wellington Town 2, FC Moretti 4, and finally Worcester Park 2, Epsom All Stars 3. In Division 9, AFC Cannons 2, Rye FC 4, AFC Tolworth 2, Kingston Dynamos 1, Alexandra United Athletic 6, Malden United 1, Fetchham United 4, Serbent Sports Reserves 2, and Rosehill Athletic Sunday Reserves 2, Sporting Renegades 0. In Division 10, Byfleet Town 1, West Fleet Rangers 1, Castle Hill 7, The Willoughby Arms 1, Cheam Village 4, Rygate Hill 1, Oldham Wildonians A4, Rickman Rovers 2, Sutton Knights A5, Cage United 3, and then in Division 11, Bellington Park 6, Parkside Sunday 1, Dynamo Kingston 2, FNM United 2, Tabworth Tigers 0, FC Surreyside 11, 10. In Division 12, Epsom Rovers 4, Shearwater Sunday 7, Off the Grid 4, BCJ 2, Tabworth Tigers Reserves 2, Your Galacticos 3, and West Woking Rovers 3, Old Wimbledonians B2. That's all the results for this week. Moving on to the fixtures for the 11th of October. There's 68 fixtures, starting with the London FA Challenge Sunday Cup, Westminster Wanderers versus Wandsworth Elite. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, FC United of Bromley versus Seller Sunday and Parthenope versus Yule Dons. In the Premier Division, Barnes Eagles versus Oxshot Royals. Old Wimbledonians versus the Duke of Buckingham, Partizan All-Stars versus Putney Town, and Wonga Seniors versus Poplar. In Division 1, Banstead Rovers versus the Buffs, JB Rangers versus Chesington United, Old Wimbledonians Reserves versus Ashford Town Middlesex, and Pavletico Rovers versus London St George's. In Division 2, Carshorton versus Royal Admiral, Cheswick Sports versus Alexandria United, Putney Lions versus Hamworth Sports, Rosehill Athletic Sunday versus Not Very Athletic, Thames River Plate versus Carshall and All Stars. In Division Three, AFC Tabworth versus Riverside, Alexandria United Irons versus AFC Lynx, CF Rail Morden versus Effingham Park United, Downside versus Tolworth and Mondial versus ECS Classics 11. In Division 4, Horton Athletic versus Kingston Boys, Kingston Patriots versus Banstead Eagles, Mickle and Badgers versus Hersham Rangers, Sporting Santos versus Lower Kingswood Social, and Sutton Knights versus Bev Athletic. In Division 5, Dundonald versus Hersham, Erskine Rovers versus Berrylands, Yule Corinthians versus AFC Yule and Serbent Sports versus RP Royals. In Division 6, AFC 
your reserves versus Ironside. AFC Rio versus Wooden Victoria. Nork versus Byfleet Village Men's. Southwest XI versus Cobham Village. And West Woking Wanderers versus Team Athletic. In Division 7, Alexandria United Ravens versus Mitcham Strollers. Craigas Phoenix versus Newdigate Sunday. Epsom Albion versus Hersham Royals. Haydens Park versus AFC Yule Tigers. And SCR Sunday Reserves versus Charmwood Cavaliers. In Division 8, A- Abbey Rangers Sundays versus Ditton Dons. Epsom All Stars versus Serberton Town. FC Moretti versus Thames Ditton. Old Kingstonians versus AFC Southborough. And St Helier Youth Men's versus Claygate Casuals. In Division 9, AFC Cannons versus AFC Tolworth. Egham Stags versus Fetchham United. Kingston Dynamos versus Rose Hill Athletic Sundays. Rye FC versus Hamworth Sports Reserves. Sporting Renegades versus Alexandria United Athletic. And Serban Sports versus Malden United. In Division 10, Cage United versus Byfleet Town. My team paid versus Oldham Woodonians A. Rygate Hill versus Sutton Knights A. Rickman Rovers versus Cheam Village. The Willoughby Arms versus Rygate Road Rangers. And West Byfleet Rangers versus Castle Hill. In Division 11, Albury FC versus SCR Sunday Yellows. Carshorton Eagles versus Parkside. FNM United versus Sporting Wimbledon. FC Surreyside 11 versus Dynamo Kingston. Overton Lions versus Beddington Park. And Sutton Knights B versus Tabworth Tigers. In Division 12, BCJ versus Parkside United. Double H Sunday versus Yule Galacticos. Interham versus Tabworth Tigers Reserves. Oldham Wildonians B versus Off the Grid. And Shearwater Sunday versus West Woking Rovers. And that's all the fixtures for the upcoming week and that's it for this week from the Leatherhead and District thank you and listen again next week Hello and welcome to the weekly um, Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League part of the Selk podcast Um, just to go through this weekend uh, Gons Results, um, many fixtures hit by the bad weather. Um, a lot of them called off on the morning, Sunday morning, which is always uh, disappointing, really, I feel. Um, but just to run through the games that did survive, um, there's some good, good fixtures played here. So we've got, in the Premier Division, just the one game, Blackbury Jacks 1, Six Bells 2. In Division 1, BWSC 6, AFC London Road Reserves 2. And Verulam Old Boys 1. Bournewood Rovers 7. In Division 2, Pinewood 1, New Greens 1, and Wheat Amstead 89 0, Oaks 1. In Division 3, Phoenix Reserves 4, Wishing Well 3, the Beehive Reserves 2, Wheat Hampstead Wanderers 1, Royston Rangers Reserves 2, Marshallwick Rovers 7, that was in Division 4. Also in Division 4, another high-scoring game, Welling Pegasus 1, the Wrestlers 9, and Welling Warriors Reserves 1, Hatfield Mosquito 3.
Um, it's raining as I speak as I do this, but hopefully um, the weather's looking a bit better towards the end of the week. So the ground hopefully will hold up and be perfect and, and we'll get a full range of fixtures done this weekend. Um, and also the weekend just gone was meant to be the Hearts Advertiser Cup semi-final between Skewbridge and AFC London Road. Um, unfortunately, it was awarded to Skewbridge after AFC London Road were unable to field a side from the players they had registered last season that would be qualified to to be able to play in that um yeah uh, i think the less said about it the better obviously very disappointing um for london road i, I think that would have that would have been a cracking game if they had been able to to um delay it for another day but that's just my opinion i think they maybe should have been able to but look it is what it is and um they i know they're in another final and they'll just uh, I, I know welchie and he'll just be all out to win that one so being a month into the season now um, just thought I'd quickly run through sort of the top end of the league tables um, and just see where we're at and give a bit of a, a breakdown about a, a couple of sides. So start off with the Prem and um, yeah, the early leaders are Brookman's Park. I don't think anyone, no disrespect to them, but I don't think anyone would have thought that at the start of the year. But from four games, they're unbeaten, 10 points. Fantastic start from them. Um, at the start, I predicted a top three of London Road, AFC Rangers and Skew Bridge. Um, what I would say is Brookman's Park haven't played any of them yet and they meet AFC London Road on Sunday and AFC Rangers the following week. Um, look, if they can get some points out of those games, then yeah, they they could well be challenging up there. But what a fantastic start by them. Uh, 10 points and they're a point ahead of London Road um, having both played four games. Um, Skew, who look very, very strong and, and a lot of people are saying back to their old selves when they was very dominant uh, dominant both uh, in the league and also in the county uh, for four or five years. Um, they've only played two league games because of the catch-up games they've been playing. They're they're on a hundred percent record as well. They're sat down in I think fifth or sixth, but yeah, they've they, they've played two games. So watch out for them. Obviously, uh, my tip for the for the prem there. Uh, in Division 1, we've got a joint at the top, FC Welling, who who were my tip to win Division 1 there. They sit top on goal difference. Ahead of Harp and Colt Old Boys, who uh, come up um, from Division 2 last year with my side, the Blacksmiths. Uh, good, solid side. We actually haven't played them in the two years that we've been in the same league, which is worked that out for yourselves. But uh, they keep getting called off as it did this Sunday, just gone. Uh, but yeah, 10 points from four games for them as well. Uh, just a bit of a shout out really to uh, BWSC, uh, Borenwood Social Club. Uh, they're unbeaten. They've only played two games this season. They've won them both. Um, a good win against um, Bournemouth Rovers, who a lot of people, including myself, um, suggested and, pr- and predicted that they would probably lose that one. But they, they won that 2-1. And they also comfortably beat AFC London Road Reserves at the weekend, which is another good result for them. So maybe a bit of a dark horse in this division, BWFC. And uh, they're obviously managed by uh, our former blacksmiths, um, third team manager um Andy Cullen who's a who's a good bloke and um yeah he's obviously got them playing well there in their opening two games so it'd be interesting to see how they go out um division two arguably the most competitive league that we've got there's what four or five teams in this but I've just picked the top three they're all very close player packs 10 points um Little Heath on nine points Welling Warriors on nine points uh, Little Heath play Welling Warriors this weekend in one of our Super 6 games. It's going to be a cracker. Uh, uh, sorry, Player Packs play Little Heath this weekend. It's going to be a cracker. Um, and also, th- just to not discount Oaks in this as well. They're, they're, um, they're a bit further down in the table. They're unbeaten. They've played 4-1-1, drew 3. Um, and obviously, they came down two divisions from the Prem. So, 
from my personal opinion, I think they should have gone into Division One, but they'll be they'll be there or thereabouts in this league as well. And Division Two shaping up really nicely. Um, a couple of them have beat each other already, so so that'll be a, looks like a really good league. Uh, in Division Three, TNF sit on top of this. Um, I've got a lot of time for the TNF boys. They were in our league um, the first time, uh, our third team started, and uh, I was the manager of it. Great bunch of lads. Um, always always um, give it their all, and they've got a couple of really good players as well. And and you could argue that they were maybe in a division higher than they should have been last year. Um, and even still, they still gave a great account of themselves. Um, obviously, I'll never forget them helping us win the league in Division 3 the first year we started. Um, they're top of there. 10 points from four games. Fantastic start for them. Uh, and the Mermaids sit second on nine points. One of my teams to watch for, for that league. Um, just a bit of a credit shout-out to, to Forza Watford as well. Due to catch-up games they, in the Cup, they, they've only played three fixtures. They've won all three of them. So... They're um they'll be they'll be up there. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, and then finally into Division two, Four, um, the two that I said at the start of the the season would be the ones leading the way, sit first and second level on points. Wrestlers in second have played a game more. Uh, Hatfield seniors four wins from four, twelve points. I think they've got like eighteen plus goal difference. Great start for them. Um, Curtis who, who who's running that side now. He's also a good player as well. Don't let me hear you say that I said that. Um, but he's um yeah he's he's got them playing really well. Brought in a couple of good players and I I think they will win it. Uh, wrestlers will run them close, but um, I think it just shows. On the opening game of the season, they played each other and it was like 5 or 6 nil to the Hatfield seniors. And wrestlers were missing Ashley Kingston, who, who scores a bundle of goals for them. And since then, I think he's he's got like 17 goals in four games, something ridiculous like that. So he's so important to them. So it'd be interested to see if he plays next time they meet. Um, but yeah, them two, I can see them going up to Division 3 next year already. So they're just a touch above the rest of the division. Um, Hatfield Mosquitoes might run them close in third and well and warriors um, reserves as well are a good side i think they'll be the top four but i think these two will be quite far ahead come uh, come the end of the season uh, just moving on to this weekend's fixtures then we've got a full set of fixtures uh, although one of them is a cup game but no sides i don't think anyway missing out this this week uh, so just running through the the fixtures so in the prem got afc london road against brookman's park hilltop against skewbridge phoenix against afc rangers Six Bells against the Beehive. In Division 1, uh, Blacksmiths against AFC London Road Reserves. Bournemouth Rovers against Harpen and Colt Old Boys. Hearts Lions against FC Welling. Hilltop Reserves against Verulam Old Boys. And Snug Bar against BWSC. Then in Division 2, we've got Pinewood against AFC Mims. Harpen and Colt Old Boy Reserves against St George's. Oaks against New Greens. Player Packs against Little Heath. Welling Warriors against Wheat Amstead 89. In Division 3, it's the Wishing Well against Mermaid. Bournemouth Raiders against the Beehive Reserves. Hansbury's against Phoenix Reserves. Royston Rangers against Forza Watford. And Wheat Hampstead Wanderers against TNF. In Division 4, Brookman's Park Reserves against the Wrestlers. Hatfield Mosquitoes against St Albans Warriors. Hatfield Seniors against Welling Warriors, Marshallswick Rovers against Phoenix A, Welling Pegasus against Royston Rangers Reserves, and then we have a semi-final in one of the cups from last season. Uh, it's between Blackbury Jacks and Plough and Harrow in the Hearts Advertiser KO Cup semi-final. Um, bit of disappointing news: the Hertfordshire County FA have decided to scrap the County Cup competitions from this year. 
yeah, re- not not great news for us us guys. We would love the county cup. Everyone does it in our league. Opportunity to play against teams from different in different areas in different leagues. So that's a real shame. Um, also, a bit of news on our cup competitions. Um, we're literally just waiting for the finalists to be known from last season's cup um, as the finalists get buys. So we're literally just waiting for that. So at the end of this month, we should have some news on the uh, on the cups moving forward. That's all for today. Uh, thanks very much, and catch us next week. Thank you. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.